everybody. Welcome to All There Is. Right out of the gate, I want to apologize for having way too long of a hiatus with this podcast. Before you know it, life just gets away from you. And here we are, too many weeks and months later without keeping this podcast fresh. And so I apologize for that. And if you're tuning in, thanks for coming back with such a long time between episodes. I appreciate your time and your support. I've been really busy, not only with work and all the other life stuff, family and uh, summer and just, you know, everything we all have to balance and keep up on, but was also using the time to finish my leadership book. So I, I just finished a book called Here to Lead, Mastering the Art of Leadership in Order to Execute Strategy, Advance Change, and Drive Results. It's on sale now at Amazon and Barnes and Noble. So I am really pumped and excited about that, but I am ready to get back to podcasting. I really miss it. I love it. I love um, sharing and witnessing this human experience with you all. And so today I've got just a really short episode, um, just something really short I want to share with you. It's about childhood memories. When you really think about the details that you remember, especially of things that happened a long time ago or even last week, you know, there there are these moments and these glimpses and these events and just random things that we remember with, it seems like, such clarity, right? Like there's one or two moments from kindergarten that I can remember. I can remember being on the bus ride home from kindergarten one day and a boy on the bus, you know, he kicked me and it hurt. And for some reason, I have never forgot that. And I remember the little boy's name and, you know, just what it felt like and... I just remember the trauma of that event. I also remember outside one day in playground, looking over my teacher's shoulder. She was sitting out on the playground with us, and she was sitting there doing something. And I remember going up and looking over her shoulder, and she was actually filling out these one-page ditto copied things. There was a flower on the front of it, and it was something to the effect of congratulations. There was a blank for the name, you know, so-and-so is moving on to first grade. And I remember when I looked over her shoulder, I saw my name on the sheet that she was working on. And I remember feeling so relieved, like, oh my God, thank God I am graduating kindergarten. I don't remember being worried about graduating kindergarten. I think I was pretty developmentally on pace with where I should have been. You know, I didn't really struggle with school that I remember, but I just remember that moment of being like relieved, like, oh, oh my gosh. I'm going to first grade. So it's just random. Like those are the only two things I really remember from kindergarten. So there's all these random things. I'm sure you have them too. And and moments of our childhood. And what I'm going to share today is one of those memories. It's something that I remember sharing with my older sister. Uh, we're only 13 months apart. So I think in some circles, you call those Irish twins. I'm sure it was a challenging time for my mother. But for my sister and I, you know, because we were so close in age, it just sort of lent itself to us spending a lot of time together. We shared a room because we were the closest in age. And so in our house where there weren't enough single bedrooms for five kids, of course, back then, it was common to share bedrooms. And my sister and I shared a room. And so, you know, we went to bed and it was like, it was on, like it was game time. And we played games and we talked and just had a whole world and a whole life after we got sent to bed and things that we spent our time doing until we got yelled at to 
settle down and go to sleep. And a couple of months ago, the Syracuse airport was hosting a poetry contest, and it was called Poetry in Flight, and they were working in conjunction with the Downtown Writers Center, which I've been a part of for many, many, many years. And they were looking for poems that had an aviation or a travel theme. Now, I don't write a lot of poetry. It's I have in the past. I, I'm not necessarily technically a great poet, but I've taken some poet, poetry classes. I've written some poetry. And anyway, I saw this announcement um, looking for travel-themed poems, and it just made me think of this childhood memory. And I had something started I had some writing on this memory that I had started years ago. I always knew I wanted to write something about it. I didn't quite know what form it was going to take, but I had something started and I had some things jotted down. And when I saw this call for travel theme poetry, it was exactly what I needed to finish this, this half-started memory or this half-started work that I had saved somewhere. And lo and behold, wouldn't you know, my poem... Uh, is a runner-up. I didn't win first place, but I'm a runner-up, which I'm completely honored and thrilled to be. And what that means is my poem is going to be displayed at the Syracuse airport, which I'm really excited about. And it is, I think, going to be up for display as of today. August 5th is the date. So if you're in the airport, check it out. And I'm going to just share it with you here today. It's something that brings a smile to my face and uh, hopefully it will bring a smile to yours. It's called Sisterhood of the Traveling Sheets. I took my first trip without leaving home when I said goodbye to my sister and dove headfirst into the dark, airless space between my sheets. I crawled on my belly to the foot of my bed and lingered just long enough to pretend I was in China or Italy or France before I scrambled back up to my pillow. My heart thumped in my ears as I told my sister about the food I ate, the music I heard, and the wonders I saw. Our beds, pushed together even though we had enough room to spread out first-class style on opposite walls, carried us to worlds outside our small ranch house on a country road. Wanderlust, anchored with a longing for home, touched down in my soul during those late-night trips while the rest of the house slept. We giggled as my sister left for Brazil and promised to be back soon. And that's it. Short and sweet. Some may think for a serious writer, this is frivolous and a frivolous contest. And I don't see it that way. It's sharing of the human experience. I'm really honored and happy to share it with you. And hopefully it triggers in you some fond memories that you have, maybe with a sibling or a childhood friend or a parent or or just something uh, sweet and innocent that brings a smile to your face. We all need more of those in our lives, right? All right. Well, I promise to be back soon with more new episodes of All There Is, and I'm going to delve into some more serious topics in future episodes. And I think I'm going to do a series on, I haven't quite figured out the name of it yet. I'm trying to come up with something clever, but it's going to be How to Be President in several parts. So stay tuned for that. You can go to kellybargabus.com for more information or to listen to past episodes of All There Is. Thanks for tuning in. Take care.